Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Thumma Alhamdulillahi Alladhi Hadana Lihada Wama Kunna Linahtadiya Lawla An Hadana Allah Alhamdulillahi Nahmadahu Wa Nasta'inuhu Wa Nasta'gfiruh Wa Nu'minu Bihi Wa Natawakkalu Alayhi Wa Nasta'nsiruhu Wa Nasta'hadi ونعوذ بالله تعالى من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد يحيي ويميت ويميت ويحيي وهو حي لا يموت بيده الخير وهو على كل شيء قدير وأشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وقائدنا وإمامنا محمدا عبد الله ورسوله أرسله الله تعالى رحمة للعالمين على فترة من الرسل وقلة من العلم فأدى الأمانة وبلغ الرسالة ونصح الأمة فجزاه الله خير ما جزى نبيا عن أمته أوصيكم يا عباد الله وإياي بتقوى الله وتزودوا فإن خير الزاد التقوى وَاتَّكُونِ يَا أُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ يقول الله سبحانه وتعالى بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون ويقول الله عز وجل وَمَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا وَيَرْزُقُهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ وَيَقُولُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُوْ أَنفُسَكُمْ وَأَهْلِكُمْ نَارًا أَمَّا بَعْدُ All praises are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We praise him and we glorify him on this blessed day of Jumu'ah, in this month of Jumu'ah Athaniyah. We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as he is deserving to be praised in times of happiness and ease and also in times of difficulties and trials. For it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is praised in all situations. And among the special qualities of the believer is that he or she engages profusely in praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we think about our situation, <coughs> our condition, individually and collectively, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what he has given to us. And then he increases us in his bounties. 
لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ This is a special quality of the Muslim that we should all strive to inculcate and to always remember. And I want to tell you something today, and that is, if you strive to do something all the time, regularly, continuously, then it becomes easier to do that good deed when you're faced with challenges, when you're faced with difficulties and hurdles. Sometimes uh, when, when you have things easy in life, it's, it's good to do many things. You find it easy, it's convenient. But when you're faced with some obstacle, some hurdle, some difficulty, some challenge in life, it becomes more difficult to do those good deeds. But the technique that you should have is that you, you, do, you do this good deed all the time. You do this good deed all the time. So that when you're faced with difficult situation, it is still easy for you or possible for you to continue doing that good deed. Strive to be regular in doing good deeds. And so, alhamdulillah, this simple, easy word to say, but many people don't say it. Tamla ul mizan. It fills our scale of deeds with goodness. That from this heart now, we connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when we say on our tongue, Alhamdulillah, Ya Allah, I praise you, I thank you, from the heart it's coming to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This sincere expression of gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you keep doing that all the time. For little things and for big things. The Prophet said, if you're not thankful for the little things, you will not be thankful for the big things. Yes. Man la yashkur al-qaleel la yashkur al-kathir. Because men, sometimes uh, there's a small bounty, a small ni'mah that we are blessed with, and we put it aside. We, we are heedless of it. We ignore it. We say, that's not important. That's not a big deal. I'll wait until I get much greater blessings. But that's the wrong attitude. Because you get more, Allah subhanahu will give you more. But then that seems small in your eyes. You want something more. And you're not thank thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what he's given you. No. Even the little things we receive in life, the small ni'mah, the small blessings, we must always be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now today, I want to share with you a beautiful ni'mah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with. That we should be ever thankful for. And the occasion this week, today it's Valentine's Day. Many people in this society observe this occasion. And 
reports every year and this year, yesterday and today, not excluded. It's considered the busiest weekend or day or one of the busiest ones for online sales and shopping and so on. Valentine's Day, people buy gifts for others. And then this week also, in this province of Ontario, they did a great thing several years ago, which is to declare uh, this weekend as a family day weekend and Monday is a holiday. Now, both of these occasions don't have an Islamic origin or basis in the sense that Valentine's Day is not something, a holiday that started in Islamic tradition. But it has an important lesson for us that I want us to be mindful of. An important lesson this weekend. One, this expression of love. And secondly, our responsibilities to our family. Because family day weekend. The Prophet وسلم, <clears throat> mentioned in a hadith, Tahadu Tahabu. A beautiful hadith. He says, Exchange gift, gifts among yourselves, and love will grow in your hearts one for the other. And this giving of gifts. is a 14th century old tradition in Islam that the Prophet ﷺ established. The Sahabas followed his way and Muslims have been doing that. And so there are many occasions that we observe in our deen and part of the sunnah of the ummah in those occasions, is to give a gift. Someone, a couple, is blessed with a baby. The Prophet ﷺ established the Sunnah of Aqiqah. Many things that we do upon the birth of a baby. Because that is considered a great blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And among the things we do when we go and visit someone who, who blessed with a baby, we take a gift for them on that occasion. This is an Islamic tradition of the ummah. Someone gets married. We invited to the wedding, we go to the wedding, we take a gift. This is the Islamic tradition now. It's a way to show your appreciation and to express congratulations to that person. Because in both instances, 
it's considered a great gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the birth of a baby. Because when the Prophet came in the Arabian Peninsula in the Hijaz, and not only the Hijaz, but the surrounding areas as well, at that time, people had different values. How they would respond to the birth of the baby, especially a girl baby. They looked down upon that. It was part of the the tribal customs of that time. The Prophet changed that. He changed that value. And he established this principle that the birth of a baby is a great blessing. Similarly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the Quran. وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ أَنْ خَلَقَ لَكُمْ مِنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ أَزْوَاجًا لِتَسْكُنُوا إِلَيْهَا Tells us about the blessing of marriage and it's a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so it continues on, on different occasions when people celebrate the gift, the name from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if they're family members or close friends, we go, we visit them, we take a gift for them. This is from the Sunnah of the Ummah. I want you to understand this so that you can use this occasion today, this event, on this weekend, to revive this Islamic practice of giving a gift to the people who are special in your life. And specifically, your family. Your family is a great blessing, ni'mah, gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Your spouse, your wives, a gift from Allah. Your children, they are a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be mindful how you treat these gifts from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, your children are a gift from Allah. Your, your siblings your parents, among the greatest gift in your life is your parents. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Look how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the scholars have mentioned, scholars of tafsir just said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the most important responsibility we have in our life ibadah is only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then he joins that to show its importance our relationship with our parents 
How is that? What is your relationship with your parents? How do you treat them? How often do you make dua for them? Especially if they've passed away. And if they're alive, how often do you say or do something that brings happiness to their hearts? This weekend is a time for us to remember these values and revive this practice in our life so that after this weekend for the rest of the year we can treat our family well the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentioned another important concept about the nature of family and the extent of that relationship. He tells us that there is a link, a connection that is much more powerful, much more consequential than blood relationship. Because sometimes, if Iman is not strong in this heart, we, we become constrained in our understanding, limited in our understanding. Family only refer to our blood relationship. The Prophet hasn't changed all of that. He mentioned a connection that's even more powerful than the blood relationship. And that's a connection of La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu More powerful Sometimes, sometimes you feel this connection with another Muslim who is a stranger in the sense that he is not related to you by blood. But then, because of both of you practicing Islam, coming to the same masjid, meeting one another, becoming friends and your connection with Allah subhanahu wa brings you together brings you together and you feel closer to them than your actual brother or sister or other blood relationships you feel closer to that person because of Islam because sometimes Allah subhanahu wa tests us that you know we may have 
family members, blood relationship, that they're not practicing Islam, and they don't, they don't treat us well because we practice Islam. This is, sometimes it happens. It's a test from Allah SWT. You always want to maintain good ties. This is our responsibility. No matter what they do, we want to maintain good ties. This is how we should be. But then you feel closer and you spend more time with that person who you've developed that bond of faith with. It happens often. And this is in the dunya. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would do something special in the hereafter, on the day of judgment. The Prophet says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will declare on the day of judgment, Aina fi jalali. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will proclaim on the day of judgment, we're all there, all of humanity there. Where are those who love one another only for my sake? Aynal mutahabina fi jalali. You didn't love them or like them because of their money, because of their position in society, because of some material dunya reason. That's, that's fleeting. That's temporary. That's non-consequential. But you love that person because of Islam, because of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The tie that connect you La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. And then a tie, that connection made you brothers and sisters. Innamal mu'minuna ikhwatun. This is what we need to strive for. That we have this love in our heart for our fellow believers or fellow Muslims. You want to put this love in your heart. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, on the day of judgment, saying, proclaiming, We are those who love one another, only for my sake and pleasure. Today I'll protect them in the shade of my protection. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala proclaims on the day of judgment. And then the angels are coming above the crowd with banners. Those who love only for the sake of Allah coming to us, identifying us and taking us out of that crowd. Taking us to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be shaded in the protection of Allah. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will do. You see how consequential this is. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to be like this. To have this special relationship. To feed in our hearts. This special way among all of us. We are strangers. We are not related by blood. 
But that shouldn't prevent us from feeling this closeness for each and every one of us and for this entire Muslim ummah. That's how we should feel. And this weekend is the time for that. To really turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to do this so that for the rest of the year, until next year family day weekend, we can have this amazing quality that will be counted from among al-mutahabina fi jalalatillah. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with that great ni'mah. Ameen, ameen. Aqoola qawli hadha wa astaghfirullaha li wa lakum wa li sa'iril muslimin wa astaghfiruhu innahu kafur rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidina muhammadin wa ala ahlihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبد الله ورسوله أما بعد On Sunday day after tomorrow we have our annual usra this is the annual family day program for to commemorate this weekend um, it's a brunch program. It starts at 10 in the morning, Sunday morning, inshallah. And this is an occasion, an annual occasion, for all of us to come together with our families, to bring out your family. And I, I would like to see all of you coming out, bringing your family, uh, your children, and the rest of your family. And then you tell your relatives and friends to come out as well. Um, and we would be talking about some of the Islamic values, about our responsibility to our family. That each one of you occupy a particular niche or several niches in, in your family, whether you are a father, a husband, a son, a brother, a mother, a wife, a daughter, a sister, and so on. Each one of you occupy that niche in your family. How should you fulfill that responsibility? What should you do? So Sunday is the occasion for that. Now, I also want to share with you this ayah from Surah Al-Ankabut at the end of the surah. وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَمَعَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions an important law of life and society in how he responds to people. And he says, those who strive and struggle and make sacrifices for our cause, we shall guide them to our way. So this guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has its conditions. It has its conditions. You know, sometimes you may notice 
in the same family, someone is mutadayin, someone practices Islam, prays and so on. And the brother or sister, someone else, doesn't do any of that. And they were exposed to the same conditions in life. They grew up in the same family, had the same parents, got the same opportunities and so on. But you may notice, someone is like this, someone is like that. Differences. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioning this to us here. وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَحْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا That their conditions, requirements, prerequisites for us to receive the guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one of which is to make that effort. That we have to make that effort. If, if you're lazy and you do nothing, then how can you expect the guidance to come to you from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, this Quran is a book of guidance, but there are prerequisites for it. Alif Lamim. It is guidance for the muttaqun, for those who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you don't fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Quran is not a guidance for you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes then the qualities of the muttaqin. So, for us now, today, we must recognize that we cannot take Islam for granted. We cannot take Islam for granted. We must have that willingness to strive and struggle for Islam and to make sacrifices so that Islam can remain with our children. If you do nothing, don't be surprised when your children leave Islam. There are parents who come to me from time to time crying because their children now, teenage, young adult, not praying. There are cases that they come and tell us that their children tell them they're no longer Muslim. They're no longer Muslim. Parents coming crying. Don't wait for that to happen to you. There are parents who come crying, their children, daughter, son, getting married to non-Muslim. And telling them, if you want to come to a wedding, you can come. If you don't want to, you don't like it, don't come. This is actually happening in our society. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us so, وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا you strive and struggle for our cause, we'll guide you to our way. If you're lazy and you do nothing, don't expect the guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us in the Quran. The sahabas were guided because they gave their sacrifices for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They consider Islam a blessing in their lives. They consider Islam a blessing in their lives. So they were grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for making them Muslims. There are some Muslims today who behave as if Islam is a curse in their life. They have to pray five times a day. They have to fast in Ramadan. They have to give zakat. 
They have to do what is halal, eat what is halal. They don't like that. They don't like that. There are some Muslims that behave like that, think like that. No, Islam is a great blessing in our lives. And this is how we should feel towards Islam. To be willing to make the sacrifice for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says, وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَمَعَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ You strive and struggle for our way. We'll guide you to our, to our path to Islam. And Allah is always with those who do good. وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَمَعَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always with the people of Ihsan. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless all of us to be men and women of Ihsan, to be believers who can be sincere with Allah. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala show us the way to strive and struggle for his cause and make us stronger in our deen and keep us and keep our family and our children and our loved ones on the straight path of Islam. Ameen, ameen, ameen. أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه الغفور الرحيم يقول الله سبحانه وتعالى في شأن الحبيب بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله ملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما باركت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد ورد اللهم عن ساداتنا أبي بكر وعمر وثمان وعلي من أهل البيت أجمعين والصحابة والتابعين وتابعهم بإحسانين إلى يوم الدين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ورخنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين وأقيم الصلاة إن الصلاة تنهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون